Alright folks, you've heard me say this for weeks. But now this is probably the last time you'll probably hear me say it. Until I have to record a permanent one for you guys. Let me say this. Spotify for podcasters. The app that really gives you all the tools you need to create your podcast. Record, edit, even put some music in there from the Spotify library. Distribute your podcast. Say, even though I, even I do it every time. Do it. I got my podcast, Outdoor Sports, on Google Podcasts and Spotify. So don't forget. It's everything you need in podcasts in one place. And hey, it's the whole new name. I said it. I said it more times. I'll say it again. Download the free app or go to podcasters on Spotify to get started. Spotify for podcasters work for me and it'll work for you too. Now let's get on with the program, shall we? Hello everybody and happy new year. This is the On Tour Sports Podcast coming to you from the Long Island Top Studios. You're in the heart of Long Island. I'm Matthew Ali. I'm your host. Welcome to February to January 2nd, 2024, the second day of 2020 of the new year. And of course, welcome aboard us. Now we get to the part where I really, really start to aid. That's right. Every part of it, every vibe of me was hating all these all these terrible sports channels. Drinking the Clay Travis Kool-Aid, drinking the Donald Trump Kool-Aid. I hope that I hope that fucker goes to jail. I mean, let's be clear. The own term sports podcast isn't about bullshit from the other guys. Okay, this is like we I wanna be about the product itself, the own turf product. And now a recent video recently there the NFL ratings came out blew everything away. Including the NBA games. And I'm like, let's be honest with you. There's people, mega clowns celebrated this, celebrated this. And I would say, I don't even give it, I didn't care because the Giants basically sucked. I didn't want to watch, I, I know I covered, I watched the Chiefs game, I watched the Chiefs Raiders game, and, and of course, and that was it. I didn't want to watch the Giants, I don't want to, I did not want to watch the Giants get beat out by the Eagles. I knew they were going to lose. And they did. Ravens beat the Niners on Christmas Day, Christmas Day, and a Christmas Day, Christmas Night Showdown. Secure solidifying their, solidifying the their uh, their spot in the first in the first in the AFC. Meanwhile, the uh, meanwhile the Eagles had choked on New Year's Eve against the Arizona Cardinals, and with a. With a 49ers win, they, they got the number one seed right now. But I'll be honest, those games, the Christmas, one game, two of those two games excited me, the other one didn't. I didn't even give it, I didn't care. I didn't want to, I didn't want to watch the Giants, I didn't want to watch the Giants get destroyed on national television. All I cared was watching a Christmas story. And that was it. Um, but as far as I know, um, John Matrix 
of black and white sports can clue you in on his opinion on all of this. So, this is from the Black and White Sports Channel on YouTube. And of course, this opinions are, do not reflect my own. And that's all you need to know about that. So, here it is. Well, I hope everyone is actually having a seat here for this video. Because yesterday, I put up a video talking about the NFL ratings on Christmas Day. At the same time, NBA games were actually going on. I mentioned in my video, I was actually at my brother's uh, Christmas party and we were actually watching it, the NFL. Nobody even thought about the NBA for one second. The TV was never, ever, ever on an NBA game. Everybody's watching the, uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders play. Nobody complained. The NBA folks is truly dead. It is truly dead. Now, the NBA used to own Christmas Day. Those days are over with, guys. Those days are completely over with. We knew as soon as the NFL made an effort to actually put games on Christmas Day, and boy, it was, it was a great day for the NFL. We knew that the NBA would be dead. Now, next, next year, because Christmas is actually on Wednesday, the NFL won't be having games. But still, that is not going to save the NBA. It's not going to happen, man. I was waiting and waiting and waiting on the NBA to actually drop their ratings. I believe that they were actually too scared, man, because they knew that the ratings would be bad. Now, folks, I got to admit this. We're about to get into these ratings, and even I didn't expect it to be this bad. This has to be all-time horrible. All-time horrible, guys. The NBA is truly, truly dead. Do you believe that for one goddamn second? Let's um, analyze the whole damn thing, shall we? As Milk Dud tries to, like, break down things, it's not, a, and of course, oh my god, he had to use, um, Mike Florio for a result, but front office, sport, front office sports really, um, want, really, really did a good number here. Take a look at this. Um, the Knicks and Nuggets, I mean, the Knicks and Bucks, Bucks, we beat the Bucks on Christmas Day. Knicks beat the Bucks on Christmas Day. 2.5 million. That's that. That's a market I wanted to watch because after all, I did not want to see the Chiefs. I did not want to see the Giants get beat out by the Philadelphia. I was so focused on watching the Christmas Story. That was it. The Warriors and Nuggets. They got a 4.1 million views in there. That's a little. That's okay because they were on cable television. Lakers Celtics 5, 5 million. Okay, those two, those three, are top are top three games on Christmas Day. Of course, the Heat and Sixers attracted on um, 1.2 million, and the Mavs were 10, and the Mavs Suns game were like 1.3 million. That's like, oh, that's not as bad. But the ratings for NFL that really got the attention. Uh, 29.2 million people watched the Raiders and the Chiefs. I'm like, well, that maybe it's for those guy uh, diehard Raider fanatics, or, of course, Chiefs fans and MAGA clowns. Meanwhile, the Giants got slapped by the Eagles. 
knocking us out of the playoffs. 29, 29 million viewers. Second eye. That's second eyes. And let's not get towards the Ravens and 49ers game. 27.2 million people watch that game. I didn't even give a shit about watching the Eagles game. Even George, but George Carl being George, George Carl being George Carl, he's on that. He went on X said he well, he defended he defended it. He defended the league. And I think while quoting Fifth Third Clay Travis, who was on went on that went on the former known as Twitter said. 29.2 million watt people watch a regular season NFL Christmas Day Raiders Chiefs game. That's more than that's more people that have watched every NBA game, but one in the entire 21st century. Remember all those NFL NBA media fanboys walking the NBA with Salatini NFL? NFL now owns Christmas too. Now where's my now where's my brisket? I'm a, I can enjoy I I can enjoy I can enjoy that while I count my while I count the money while I count my money. Wow! And he also added and then the classic and it also and it gets even better and it gets even better. Think about this. Think about how wild this is. It's so under discussed. The NFL the NBA has one day in its regular season where people watch and the NFL just decided to take it over. Legit question. What has Adam Silver done in his entire NBA commissionership that has made the league better? I'm other than other than other than the fact that I'm making tons of money on my picks. I got money. Oh, get rich, kid. Get here, get rich, kids. Here's some money. Here's some money. Oh, oh, and it gets even better from clown shoes. Legendary, in his other in in his own entire extra, he said ratings have collapsed to historic lows. Average sports fans actually dislike the NBA brand. Meanwhile, men's college, men, college men's and women's basketball teams are setting records, meaning they still like basketball overall, and yet no one ever utters a word of criticism in this direction. It's crazy. And, 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 not, and that's not there. It would be a fascinating study to examine the amount of criticism of Roger Goodell, who, whatever you think of him, has led the NFL to all-time viewership eyes, and Adam Silver, who has led the NBA to all-time viewership lows, Goodell gets writ for everything, and Silver gets writ for nothing. And yet one guy has led his league to complete and total pro sports dominance, and the other guy is the worst sports commissioner in our lifetimes. But if you read the media coverage of both, you'd think it was the complete opposite. Great sports business, media slash media angle for a smart kid out there to write and study. Now where's now where's my bags? I can, I can get rich off of you kids. Yeah, the grifter grifter really had. Then of course the grifter really got roasted by good by former NBA head coach George Carl. Who went a clip great Trey Clay is at it again. Trying to put a top put aside sports and create division. CC CC consider running. For presence, since your good buddy Donnie isn't gonna win. Oof. I think we got a Christmas day. I mean, we got Christmas on Monday nights, but if it's on Wednesday night, Wednesdays, forget it. Tuesdays, no dice. But Thursdays and Fridays, okay, but and we're not, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna say there. I will say that. We, I'm not gonna lie to you. This will be a next year. I'm not gonna watch 
And I'm not gonna watch. There's how many? Let's be honest with you. What sport has more concussions than any other sport? You guessed it, football. I, I mean, you could say the NFL is dominating that sport, but it's also destroying. It's destroying lives. It's destroying lives. I agree with George. I always I agree with George. Mm, they have also he did wrote and also and also he did he also did he also roasted Pat, 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 Patrick Pat David who is now the minority owner in New York. Yankee said, "Here's a couple of other stats for you." By the way, yeah, by the way, as an MLB owner, your product sucks worse than any other major sport. But of course, this is what like numbers don't lie. The current NBA regular season product definitely absolutely sucks. I mean. We got, we got, we got an in-season tournament. We get playing, we got playing games. And he said the NFL gets more viewers than one game, and the NFL gets in five games combined. That's embarrassing. Y'all, that says it a lot. And that says it a lot. But, he did, and of course, short scores are 4,400 and 50 million play, people play basketball around the world. And that number is skyrocketing while 5.5 million play American football and that number is plummeting. And see, it's also because of safety reasons. What is the... I mean, let's be honest with you. Football has more concussions and causes more concussions than any other sport. Well, maybe besides hockey and, be, and baseball if you get beaten by one. So that... Well, then of course the numbers don't lie. And of course, George all, and George also said, and George also wrote that the numbers that tell another story. The NBA crushes all other sports on social media and blows all other leagues out of the water combined. Who cares about a single day TV meetings where one sport is at the end of its short season, the other isn't even half done. That's George. Oh, that's George Carl for you. And of course, the and of course, sports not on as better. He said the NBA ratings for Christmas TV games weren't. Whereas bad, bad news, good news situation for the league and its networks. Well, on the bad side, the NFL lost badly in the head-to-head -head with the NFL. For those keeping score, that's no surprise. The NFL dominates on television, owning almost all of the top-rated shows for the year. Of course, as a positive, positive, the NBA actually had more viewers on Christmas Day than any other time in the first part of the season. Of course, the most watched Christmas Day on Christmas Day, of course, was the classic Lakers-Celtics rivalry. And of course, it had an average of 5.0 million viewers, according to Nielsen, on ABC and ESPN. That number was down 18% for the Milwaukee Bucks-Celtics game in the same time window from last year, which got 6.8 million. We went to the Celtics well a lot. And of course, the Warriors, of course, the Warriors and Nuggets got 4.1 million viewers. The Bucks and Knicks was the third highest watched game. This game, both on network cable television, ESPN and ESPN2, got 2.49 million viewers. It was down 39% from last year's Knicks versus Sixers game and that seems window. And of course, next up was the Dallas Mavericks Mavs Suns game on ESPN. That was 1.4 million viewers. That was down 42% from the Suns Nuggets game late late game last year. The Nuggets Heat game was at 1.3 million viewers, and that was a 73.72% drop from the Grizzlies versus Warriors game. Name 
from last year into the same window. Uh, yeah, didn't 73% drop? That's not, that, 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 only that's, that's, that, not a, that was the last, that was last year's game. So you're just comparing the, you're just comparing, uh, one game from that, um, other game. So you, you guys basically saw it, John, John Matrix, you basically saw it. Of course, that was still a good day for the viewership for the NBA, the Lakers and the Pacers in the final of the NBA in-season tournament got 4.58 million viewers and had been the most watched game. All of those numbers come from Nielsen, but meanwhile, the NFL ratings were always, are always good, and its best game on Christmas Day was the Chiefs and Ra- Raiders and Chiefs, which averaged a combined 29.17 million viewers and had the largest Christmas Day audience for an NFL, broadcast, NFL game since 1989, according to Nielsen. Of course, it was shown on CBS and Nickelodeon. So we gotta know which one has the more high rate. So more like combined me. Of course, the Eagles and Giants game on Fox was the second largest audience since '89, 29.202 million viewers. I didn't want it. I I had wanted nothing to do with that. I would not want anything to do with that. And of course, the Ravens and went over the 49ers average 27.24 million viewers on ABC and ESPN Deportes because it is because it was games on ESPN. You can celebrate the loss of that all you want, but I stand by. Oh, Elcourt, they're still good. George Carl, George Carl, George Carl is cool. Is cool. Maybe if I old guy holds the clouds, but let's be honest for a second here. I like, I like, I like to be honest with you for a second. Honest for a second. Can you imagine all those sports YouTube channels that have? More subscribe have like try to be have more subscribers than than a Yinzer or something like that. I do say that with every fiber of my being. They have always let's take a look, shall we? Behind the line, conservative sports channel, eighty one point nine thousand subscribers. <laughs> cheap ass, cheap ass. Sports Wars, six hundred sixty three million and one hundred sixty three thousand subscribers. Powered by the Scoops and Goons brand of idiocracy, the the whole crazy dogs, hosted by and it's hosted by sick by sick Ryan Kennel. Like by sports, of course, twenty three two hundred and twenty thousand subscribers. Like I said, he has that channel has more than those two combined. But when you look at the numbers here. Five points fifth, three hundred and seventy-five thousand subscribers. Chiseled Adonis, man, is a funny guy, money guy. Steve, big, huge, huge Steelers fan. Seven hundred and twenty-seven thousand subscribers. Urinating tree, another guy, another Pittsburgh guy, that didn't want a guy got like to say, dude has more subscribers than those other guys, than the than sports wars and black and white sports. He got less than that, not less, but less than CA, but he got 590 subscribers, 1,000 subscribers. That's good sports. Five, another channel, one of my favorite channels, Talks That Talk Sports, 537,000 subs. Tom Grassi, funny guy. Even it is 30, uh, is, um, 30, um, tra- 30 stadium tour last year. Um, 500 and 81,000 subs. The hockey guy loves to talk about hockey. 
<laughs> and of course, 302 subscribes. Subscribers. Flamlo Rice, 912 subscribers. Microphone, 809,000 subscribers. The Flood Mike at 880K. Secret Base, one of my favorite channels to talk about sports. And of course, they got the. And of course, their documentaries. 1 million, 36. 1.36 million subs. You guys, that, that those all those channels I mentioned, all those channels I mentioned, they have more subscribers than more subscribers than the three conservative sports YouTube channels combined. They those three are terrible at sports talk. I mean, do you know, I'm like, I would, I haven't forgot to mention TYT Sports also as um. 843,000 subscribers. They have more than that. No, no, more than those three. But they, but then again, I don't follow those guys because they don't attract me as a sports fan. They don't attract me as a as a sports fan. They attract me. They they inject sport. They inject mega talking points. And Clay Travis and Clay Travis's buyer bullshit into their channels. It's not helpful. I don't insert. I insert. I may. I can parody Clay Travis all I want, but at least I get to be honest about it. The one thing about one thing about Alkit, which is a Clay Travis owned entity, and actually it's not a Clay Travis owned entity anymore. It's owned by Fox. Well. Good Travis has got himself five one point five million subscribers, of course. Fueled by fueled by Dan fueled by Clay Travis and his sick acolyte Dan Dakich that uh, oh my god and and Riley Gain Riley Gain Riley Gaines and Charlie Arnold, the former ESPN who are now who now joined Clay Travis in his Insanity war and the insanity in the insanity and ins and sight and blondhead psychopath calls on their psychopath. Well, I their psychopath, and I say that with a every fiber of my being, every fiber of my being. I know I'm gonna say this, Tommy Lauren. The can the cancer the cancers are spreading all over sports talk. The cancers are spreading all over sports talk, and that's why I don't subscribe to them. The cancers are spreading are spreading with insanity, and that's why and that's why I don't watch them. That's why I don't follow them. They embarrass they embar they embar they're an embarrassment. I don't. I was like, Dan Dagger, don't at me, don't at me. Dude, I don't at you because you suck. You were turning at me. Let's be honest with you. And let's be honest with you. You took a, you you were a bowling you took a bowling green. To like uh, had you had stellar five stellar unstellar five hundred seat stellar under five hundred seasons, with the ex with the exceptions of two thousand five. And 2002, and 2001, and 19, and 2000, and 1999, 
Dude, basically, you were always a mediocre coach. You were an interim coach in Indiana before you got replaced by Tom Crean. You had you had a radio show in Indianapolis, but you got fucked. But you were suspended by MS Communications, and that got you fired at somewhere along the line. Somewhere along the line. And then, and now you, and now you come crawl, and now you come crawling to Clay Travis and bring you on, you know, and have a show. Oh, I'm gonna have a show. I'm a big mouth. I'm a big mouth, cause I'm a big mouth. You have, you be, yeah. Congrats, cause you were, cause congrats, you, you basically sucked. You had mediocre season as a teacher, as a coach, with two exceptions, and you're a mediocre co and you're a mediocre broadcaster. You had, you had Clay Travis. You are now become a Clay Travis shit weasel, along with Bobby Burrard, Joe Kinsey, Dave Uxted, Jeff Clark, that chat, Jada, Charlie, Charlie Honor, Tommy Lauren, and many more whack chip, many more that deserves to be locked up. And of course the other, and of course your former partner, Clay, Jason Grillock, still basically sucks. It still basically sucks. But that's the bright side of the point. Like I said, Magnet Sports, I don't buy into bullshit. Their bullshit does not win me over as a sports fan, and they do not um win me over. So basically that says a lot. Um, more when we come back, um, you're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Well, if you are going to ask me about how I feel about losing, about losing R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly to Toronto, we also had to give up a second round pick. In return, we got, um, O.G. Anobi, uh, Precious and Achanwa. And Malachi Flynn, I mean, to me, this sounded like a, it sounded like a, I said, you know, early, a few days ago, I said, it's a, kind of like a depressing and job. I mean, let's be clear. The Knicks originally sued the Raptors because one of the former employees decided to join Toronto. Toronto wanted the loss to drop. And, and of course, I said, that's hanging over, that's hanging over the cloud, hanging over everybody right now. And now Toronto agrees to trade um, these three for two. What I mentioned, two. I just mentioned two names. I just mentioned the pressing and job. You can say you people could say yeah, fit over favoritism all you want, but when you look at how he's done well, OG and Obi did a good job. He brought up with him. He had. He was like he, in his de- next debut. He was had seventeen points, six rebounds, and one assist. He was like three for six from three. Three. He's he's the three point shooter we needed. He's a, he's the wing, the better wing player that we wanted. Um, but let's be, but let's be, I'll be blunt. Even fouled out. Do fouled out. Do fouled out. Forcing Todd Gibson to play more. That was pretty much pathetic. 
And of course, of course, and of course that is, and of course that game included um, Julius Randle's 39 point game and nine boards, and he had six turnovers. My goodness! And the Knicks pulled off, and the Knicks pulled off to win, um, 112, 106. Of course, the other guy, the other, the other guy, and the other guy, Anthony Edwards, 35 points. Carl Anthony Towns at 29, second, second. It's common. It's so com It's kind of comical to me to think, yeah, we want it, but we got it, but we, but at what price? A playing spot. And of course, right? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, he had 17 points out of. It's kind of like to me. Is it there? Is there more moves coming? And y'all and y'all celebrate and y'all celebrate and y'all celebrating this like it's like yeah it, it's pretty much it should be the it's the is it the end game or something? I said it before, young wing player. You got a we have finally have a wing player, young front court pricings, but not much in a backcourt. If this move is all they got, good. But they need a shooting guard to complement Jalen Brunson. Who is like the like the replacement for that guy? Played probably the point better point guard we needed. But yeah, but yeah, it's like the it's just pretty much it sounds like the, it's like the end game here. It sounds like the end game here. And now. Of course, that's pretty much today. I'm like, we got more money out of that shit. I'm not happy, and I'm not happy that more that we should have, we should be getting, we should get more in the in the live wallet. I want, and if this is pretty much the angry, and well, of course, let's be honest. He's a three. He's the upgrade. This kid upgrades us defensively. He needs a three-point, and that's a three-point score shooter. That's one good thing. Of course, RJ Barrett isn't a good fit for us. I thought he was. God knows I was wrong. Losing IQ is a big deal, but, and we're not, still not above the level of the Bucks or the Celtics or the, or the 76ers. It's, the, uh, it's honestly... I mean, we. I don't. I mean, we are. We are making money. We can still make money, and they are make. And we're, we didn't have to lose their first round picks and what and the some they acquired. That's one good deal. One is like losing IQ. They, some people say, isn't a big deal. This is what happens when teams turn the tide. Can't keep all your all your young players, but some have to go. They try to keep them, and he wanted money more. They have their franchise point guard, future point guard already, and and, it, and he wasn't even fucking drafted by this team. He was signed by free agency because his agent was, of course, Leon Rose's son, Sam Rose. I smelled nepotism right away when they made the trade. What happened? OG Anobi is is hired by is by yes Sam Rose. In fact, three current Knicks players are rep by are rep by Sam Rose. Of course, right, uh, two former Knicks, two former Knicks, Obi Toppin and Frank Nilikina, are rep by Sam Rose. 
That says that says all that says a lot. That says a lot. Then of course, of course, another big sword next to Julius Randall. He's right by Bill Duff by Bill Duffy, and uh, and of course Mitch Mitch Robinson. A lot of it, and of course, so there's for a couple guy, a couple guys. So he's on, he's he's at hurt right now. And he's also, it's Thaddeus Fisher and Joe Smith, and of course, and of course, the dude right, the dude is Lugan Dort and Melvin Dort of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, he has DeAndre Milton, the Anthony Milton of the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Evan Mobley of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, also, and he, and he also, and he also has Pat Patrick Williams of the Chicago Bulls. So that tells you that there. So not all, so not all the, not not all the Knicks have, are well have ties to CAA other than Anubi and Brunson. And of course, Jacob Toppin. I mean, let's be honest. This is what Leon Rose pulling the strings here. He wanted he wanted to be a Nick. Of course, he wanted to be a Nick. But yeah, what cost? Nepotism? You mean a free? He's gonna be a OG's gonna be a free agent next year, and he probably might not be back. Let's cherish the two weeks. Let's share. Let's cherish a few weeks. We got cherish a few more week months. We got with him because he ain't coming back. Of course, the athletic said the athletic Sam Sam Ficini said the new the Knicks have long had their eye on OG and Obi. Links between player and team grew stronger after newbie chose CAA Sam Rose. Leon Rose's boy as his new agent after Omar Wilkes left left his position at Clutch Sports. With the Toronto Raptors season beginning to go sideways, they need their need for a long-term answer guard blowing and the clock on Anubis and panic free agency ticking. Masaya Jury decided now was the time to make a move. They sent Anubi on Shawa and Flynn to the Knicks for a quickly and Barrett. And the missed the 2024 second round pick. It's probably a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah, of course, that's the trace. I mean, we wanted, I mean, we waited. They had, to, they wanted this guy for years, so long, I couldn't imagine it. He, his complimentary game, not only does he, his complimentary game fit better alongside Jalen Brunson and Barrett, or Barrett so quickly, but the nature of his acquisition allowed the Knicks to acquire a core player while keeping their cachet of first-round picks available to trade for another star later. I just want, maybe you could trade for a goddamn shooting guard. Of course, the 26-year-old, of course, Anobi is 26, he's in a, and of course, he fits well within the Knicks' salary structure. Even if he gets a contract worth 35 mil or 44 between... 35 or 40 million per year this summer. It merely be a, a slight bonus of the 27 per season Barrett was owed in each of his next four seasons. Man, he's got a great role player. That's the taste. He's got 
he's got real good defensive. And he, and he puts it in there. And he does well. Defensively. He's also... I think they got a carve out Wolf's Fork Flynn or Achawa, but Achawa could be a backup power forward. And Flynn is likely going to be a... pretty much an easy set to none. I mean... The Knicks are trying to win, are trying to win a chip. When saying, "Oh, we're wanting to win a championship," but y'all actually, actually going to say we we're, we're nowhere near on the Celtics level. We're nowhere near on the Bucks level. That's saying a lot. He's a good starter. He could be a missing piece on a contender. You can say the Knicks aren't that, but that's the truth. You can move for it. You can acquire a superstar through the draft or through before the trade deadline. I felt for this year, for over the years, I said the Knicks are sitting on their hands during trade during the trade deadline. I crucified I said just crucified Sandy Alderson when he was a when he was a Mexico manager when he was sitting on his hands. Uh I crucified Steve Bills a lot for sitting on his hands sitting on his hands on social media as well. Um yeah, I, I'm sick, tired of executives sitting on their asses. Sitting sitting on their asses and not getting everything done the better than this. I mean I of course of course you get an you get you get you get a wing player. That's what he's happy. I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm going to keep cutting. He's happy. He's happy. He's happy. He's happy. And he's happy to be here. He wants to be here. And he fouled out in his debut in his sixth debut. I mean, we don't have you don't have that. Oh, uh, I mean, let's be honest. I'm looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to ne- I'm looking forward to the rest of the season being better. It's like a bigger move. My bigger move later. They would downsize the rotation piece. I mean, you should like. Okay, so maybe you can like. Okay. You have a. Court, maybe you could cut the core guard, glut of guards. Um, especially got McBride's extension and Josh Hart, who I think it should be a small forward, like a small forward backup, small forward. To be honest, maybe draw, maybe draw Grimes, maybe toss out Grimes for a, I don't know, a better better shooting guard. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in, I mean, I'm like, I'm laughing at it because I don't, because I can't shake off this feeling that this feels like, we're like, this is almost like the McDyess trade because he might be injury prone. He might be hard, he might not get the result, get you the results needed. But you know, but y'all need to y'all need to learn a bit. But y'all need to say, okay, now we're gonna get better. Now we're gonna get better at this. We'll get better at this. Meanwhile, R.J. Barrett's Raptors' debut was 19 points, 
and uh, he had nine nine boards. It was like six for twelve shooting, including one for two from the beyond the three point line. Man, he's done well. And yeah, I think he didn't request a trade, but it happened. But it happened. Is there a like, nepotism on their part? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. People don't watch basketball, and I feel bad. I can't foul out, letting Hatman go, and like. So 30 plus, yeah, I get it. We, y'all at, we might, but we can't shake off this feeling. Good one for the Knicks. Good win for the trade. Good one in the trade part, but I need more coming out of this franchise. I can't shake off this feeling that this franchise is going to be, yeah, mediocre in the next few years. Y'all need to learn. Y'all need to learn that if it comes out as mediocre, or like, or we could get the Johnny Murray somewhere down the line. If we don't, then maybe not. Well, we'll focus next year. Why when we come back, you're listening to All Your Sports on the Home Tour Sports Radio Network. I'm gonna close this episode with what we got. What I got planned here. Well, number one, there's gonna be uh, more content in the world in sports talk. That's what we're going to be doing. Um, normally, I would do like four segments, but in more time. But that's enough for. But now, as we get to where we want, I want to be, and pretty soon I'm gonna put out. I'm gonna have a, a state of the art pro, pro, project here. Um, that's gonna present um this brand with something more exciting. Even if it isn't state of the art, but at least it will be for all you listeners. I want to be up cl- up front with you. I was away for a while because I had a lot of things going on. Um, I needed a break from all this, and what keeps me going is what I do now. And starting coming soon there's gonna be a city arts like product products like like there's like for example the daily home tour sports podcast um the um tr- uh, new new um new news shorts new shorts on on the art on the YouTube on a YouTube channel which I'm gonna be producing uh later in the year later in the year um as well as putting out like home turf short home turf shorts on on threads because I can't wait to do more than just do sports off. Of course, there'll be there'll be short there'll be long form stories and and lots of stuff going on. But at the end of the day, it's still gonna be home turf sports. And it will be powered by the Home Turf Radio Network, which is pretty much the product, the whole thing going forward. And and as we, as I say this, what every fiber of my being, I want to do this. But it, I can't. I can't. Like I'm, I'm just only one person. 
And of course, uh, Google Podcasts will be closing down in April. And of course, the plan and of course the plan is is going to be Spotify exclusive. Um, that really rings up a little bit. So yeah, starting um in April, this show will be, of course, Spotify exclusive. Um, there'll be, uh, there'll be, uh, plans, um, for you, will there be a YouTube version of this? Um, I'm not sure. I will keep you posted. I will, um, try to make it for everybody to can listen to it because we're going to make Home Tour Sports better than this. Um, we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be doing short, I'll be doing shorts. I'll be doing like document or like sports sports story like sports stories somewhere down the line but that's gonna be like a few months from now we're gonna be um I will be working real hard on retelling these things and that's gonna be the base of what we're gonna be doing this spot this will be um Spotify exclusive Beginning in um, beginning in a beginning in April, but more on that, it's gonna be a lot. I'll be doing, a, and of course, we'll be doing. I'll probably do live. I'll probably do live shows on X and somewhere down the line. I'll have some, and there'll be like a lot of stuff on there because right now. 2024 is the big year for sports talk, and we want to be um, ready for whatever comes my way. We want. I want to be here. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I got health. I got health. I got health issues. I can't come up. I can't like. Can't possibly comprehend. But at the end of the day, I will be. I'll Lord God willing. I'll try my best to deliver this product for you all to enjoy. That's the bottom line. 2024, it's going to be a lot better. We'll be, talk, we'll be uh, talking more basketball. I'll be talking more football. The, the NFL regular season comes to an end on this weekend. And, of course, we're still going to do hockey. We're going to do baseball. And, and, and like, I'll be talking about pitchers and catchers for both the Yankees and Mets. Um and more more we'll be talking March Madness. That's pretty much gonna be the um the um framework for what we're gonna do. So here's what we're gonna there'll be like sports story, there'll be sports stories in between. Um there's gonna be the traditional podcast version of it. And of course you're gonna get a lot. We're gonna we're not um subscribe we're not a like a subscription service. Um, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing this for free. I do this a lot for free. And of course, everything here in Anchor, we do this here for free no matter what. I'm proud to do this podcast with you. And I'm here to do this until God knows I'm stupid enough to do it. God knows I'm willing to do it. I'll be back later and back next time with an all new episode. And the next, until then, be a good human being. Don't be a jackass. I know there are plenty of jackasses on social media. 
and on many of you and many on their video YouTube channels that they are jackasses and a bunch of trolls. They're not good human beings. They they just make money off misery, and they make money off uh, and they make money on making people mad. I'm not one of those things. Okay, so you don't have to worry about that. You know, and also you and also uh, my prayers are with my family at this point. No matter what they say, keep them alive. Keep them. Keep them. I keep them in my prayers. I do what I do. Carry on for it. But all I can. Until the next episode of Hunter Sports. So long, everybody. While the other guys come up with clothing lines that make you really mad at somebody or pisses off everybody, yeah, you get their feel. You get the feeling, man. Their 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 ideas suck. Their their shirts suck, and yeah, they're the most bigoted human beings walking God's green earth. And but if you want the pro real product. If you want the real deal that doesn't cater to the BS, you need to go to L.I. Tusk because unlike the other, if those other guys ain't it, they ain't, it ain't, they ain't lit, baby. They ain't lit, baby. These guys do are good at screen printing, embroidery, DTG, direct garment, by the way, vinyl and graphic design. These guys got a lot more, got a lot of stuff doing for, they did, they even did, a lot of stuff for the new Brooklyn Nets. So, with that in mind, go check them out on it on Facebook and Instagram. And hey, and ask, and that, and look for the quality. Well, I tell us, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's why I. That's why the Helen Terror Sports Podcast is done right here at the owned at the Li Top Studios right here in the heart of Long Island. All right, Li Tops. If it ain't us. It ain't lit.